This is The Run Home on SENZ, brought to you by Mick Delivery. And we have a special guest in studio. This is so exciting for us. You're only our second guest that we've ever had come into studio, so we're celebrating. Thank you so much for coming in. We've got Brooke Roberts here from the Black Sticks Women's Side. She is their illustrious goalkeeper. And as I mentioned, we did it in a, a sit-down podcast with her last year, so go back and listen to that on the app for the full backstory, where you came from, your story in hockey, your journey as well. It was really, really cool. Um, but Brooke, you've got more important things this weekend going on. What's today been like, given you're two days away from starting a series against Spain? Um, yeah, so today we've just um, done a couple of hockey trainings, um, one of them just to keep us in the flow of things, working on our general field play. And then um, this afternoon we were just practising um, just a few of our set plays, sharpening up on those. Um, the vibe around the squad, uh, we're really, really excited to get started with our year and yeah. Just pick up from where we finished off last how, year. How intense is the week before a series? Is all the hard work sort of done already? Is it maintaining fitness over Christmas and doing all that hard stuff? Yes, we we do a lot of like our running and fitness um, over the summer. Um, we had our group chat going on and we were sending in our times for our time trials and things. So all of the tough running's over. We've done um, the fitness testing, which the team were phenomenal at. Um, being a goalkeeper, I don't have to participate in I that. I was going to say, <laughs> what's the differences between being a goalie and, and being one of the field players? What are the differences in yeah. fitness testing that you have to do? Yeah, well, we just, we're not expected to like go out there and, and bolt a 5k run, although that, that is something I enjoy to do as a hobby anyway. Yeah. Um, we just need to be really strong and really fast and really sharp, quick reactions. And another really important thing is just to understand our game plan through and through and be able to keep the team really organised in big moments. Oh, I'll, I'll bring Beave in so that it's yeah. not just me and you talking <laughs> because I could sit here and talk to you all day, but sorry, Beave, welcome in. Yeah, well, welcome, Brooke. And, uh, Brooke, obviously, uh, Spain coming up this weekend, but uh, pretty cool initiative by, uh, by New Zealand Hockey around the ticket sales. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we've partnered up with Women's Refuge, and tickets are $20 each. Um, actually, I'm not too sure if that is the price, but I do know... It is. It's, it a, is. it's an absolute bargain. Yeah, it's, it's a, a bargain total to see bargain. top quality hockey. Yeah, total bargain to see the uh, fifth best team in the world play. Um, us against Spain, who are currently number seven. Um, enough of that. So basically... <laughs> Every ticket sold goes towards Women's Refuge and their Gift a Safe Night initiative, which is um, you are paying for um, a woman in need and her family to have a safe bed to go to at night um, when they're doing the process of uh, leaving a domestic violence uh, relationship. These things are so important, isn't it? Like you're hockey players, but at the end of the day, you're human and you're having a far bigger impact than just on hockey. These are the types of legacies that you can leave by doing projects like this. Yeah, absolutely. This is really um, connecting with my why and being able to be a driving force behind women finding their voice when they're feeling so trapped um, and just have nowhere else to look. And I absolutely admire the way that women's refuge are just finding um, all these different avenues to help women speak out, um, seek help and find a voice when they just aren't able to find anyone and speak out. 
Yeah, it's a really important cause. So please, if you're in Tauranga, if you want to travel to Tauranga this weekend, jump online, go and get tickets, support our Black Sticks taking on Spain. And you can actually go on the Women's Refuge website uh, and gift a safe night, uh, even if you don't want to go to the hockey this weekend or you're not able to go to the hockey this weekend in Tauranga. Uh, But tell us a little bit more about Spain. For those of us that may not have seen much of Spain, uh, what sort of style of play can we expect from them? What are you expecting as a team? Yeah, so Spain is seventh in the world, um, but when you see them on the world stage, you would be thinking they're right up there with the top three. Um, They're a very fast team, a very quick team with amazing tight skills. Um, And yeah, we're just expecting uh, a lot of pressure um, when we're on the ball always. So you're going to be seeing us pull out a lot of amazing teamwork um, and our best skills against them. it's going to be a pretty um, tough couple of games, um, but we're so ready for the challenge. Brooke, you mentioned that you got uh, obviously Spain starting on Saturday, but uh, quite a quite a cool little international window you've got at the moment mm. with uh, USA and China coming. Yes, uh, we've got our Hockey Pro League coming up where we get to go ahead and play within the top eight teams in the world. Um, That's going to be down in Wellington and basically this weekend is just the start of our Olympic qualification campaign which is going to be later on in the year. So tell us a little bit more how that Olympic qualification works and um, does the Pro League feed into that or are they two separate? Uh, Playing games and winning games in the Hockey Pro League will help with our overall ranking on the board which um, does come into play. But it's not really an if. We need to go out in August and we're playing against Australia um, in the Oceania Cup. And so we need to beat Australia to qualify for the Olympic Games. it's an exciting, what, less than 24 months that you've got, right? I think about 18 months until the Olympic Games in Paris. For you, that must be a goal of yours to get to Paris? Yeah, absolutely. It is a goal. Um, as the coaches are going to have such a hard time picking between the entire team. Yeah. We have a tight knit group of women um, and they all work really, really hard. It's, so, it's such an exciting time for hockey, isn't it? Um, and the men have just been in action in the World Cup as well. Have you been watching them? Did you watch that quarterfinal? <laughs> and the match before that against India. That was like, yeah. Is that a goalkeeper's dream? Oh, my gosh. Um, Leon Hayward yeah. and also uh, Dom Dixon, the other goalkeeper who played the full game, both did an amazing job. Um, I remember saying to my, my friend who her partner is uh, Nick, uh, the captain of the hockey team, um, I said I could not think of a worse crossover match. <laughs> India, playing yeah. India in India, sold out stadium. And when I woke up in the morning, because the game was at 2.30 our time, when I woke up in the morning and I saw they had won, I just the goosebumps. Yeah. Um, I know that they went through two rounds of shootouts, of the eight-second shootout, so about 16 or 18 shootouts all up. So proud of our boys. It was crazy. We actually had Leon on the program on Monday or Tuesday, was it? And he was talking to us about all the homework that he had to do on these players, on the Indian players. How much homework do you have to do on the Spanish players, on the USA, on these teams coming over to New Zealand? How much research do you have to do as a goalie? Yeah, you need to do as much as you can, to be honest, because if you're standing in the goal about to do a set play or a shootout and you identify the players in the circle and you're like, you're mostly likely going to do this and that, um, it does make it a lot easier because if they do what you think they're going to do, 
you're all there and you're ready to stop the ball, but you also need to trust in your ability to adapt because they're all really top-class hockey players um, and they could just do something different because they're also watching me. Um, You know, they'll see where, like, my weaker spots are, where my work-ons are, and they might not go where they normally go because they're like, hey, um, Brooks' right stick save isn't so good, so I'm going to go there. Brooke, when you're looking at those short corners and that, when you've got your three or four charging out of the uh, goal for you, what do you think of those people that, obviously your teammates, do you, do you think they're the bravest people in the world or do you think they're a little bit crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I feel a little bit bad because I get a lot of credit for being the goalkeeper and um, I'm the one facing the big hard shots, but I'm covered in all of this <laughs> protective goalkeeping gear. Um, one of the girls got a whopper bruise on her quad today uh, practising <laughs> that first runner position uh, and they just shake it off and they're so tough. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a sook. If, if a ball ever hits me in an exposed area. Can you still bruise through all the padding that you're wearing? Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> 100%. It's a tough sport, but you're up for it. You know exactly what you get yourself into. Um, you mentioned the fact that the boys are playing India in India. So, so tough. You got to go on a couple of amazing tours last year. What's the best place you've played in the world? Oh, um, at the Netherlands yeah. when we were playing the World Cup. Uh, that's a memory that's going to stick with me forever. I call it my fairy tale tour. Yeah. Um, because once upon a time, I really didn't think that I was going to be out there doing that. Um, and we played India in our last pool game to top our pool. We beat them. Um, and all those Indian vans are just insane. Like, this, they just cheer so hard. Um, but then after the match, because of course we, we somehow managed to beat them, um, with all that fan base backing them, yeah. They're so lovely and they just they come up to you and they want photos and they say good game and I just love how much they love hockey and how much they just love seeing the competitive nature between the different teams in hockey. How much are you looking forward to just actually getting back out there and playing? Oh, uh, so much. I'm yeah. just uh, yeah, I, I took about 5 months off. Um I was missing the girls and the sisterhood within that yeah. team, it's a connection that I've never felt before in a team and I feel very special to be a part of the team right now. We've just picked up right from where we left off in August. Um, we're, we're a damn exciting team. Um, just it's special and I'm really, really excited to get started again and you're, show the world. You're making me excited. You're making me really excited to watch this weekend. Um, what did you do post-Commonwealth Games? What did you do over that break period? Uh, I went back to work. Um, my other passion of mine is yeah. running my business. Um, so I went and joined my business partner who needed a lot of – she didn't actually need help. She did amazing, but yeah. I had the guilts. I was ready to get home and start running my business again. Worked with a lot of amazing uh, New Zealand and Australian brands, doing their product send-outs. So that's what I focused on. <laughs> For those people listening that may not have heard the podcast yet, but they will after listening to you on the program now, tell us about your business because a lot of people may be able to benefit from your business. Yeah, so um, over lockdown, my friend and I developed a company called Bespoke to You. Um, we're basically created to help New Zealand companies thrive on an e-commerce space through delivering um, their bespoke and beautifully crafted goods um, to homes or corporate gifts and things like that. 
um, yeah, it really worked during lockdown and we've continued thriving. It is so, so cool. Well, you're an amazing woman. You're an exceptionally talented woman on and off the hockey pitch. You're doing wonderful things. Thank you so much for coming in studio with us. Uh, We so appreciate it and we can't wait to see you rip up this weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Brooke joining us there from the Black Sticks Woman. And we urge you to watch this weekend. If you can, get down there live. You've heard about it. All the money goes towards gifting a safe night for Women's Refuge. So it's for a wonderful cause. And you're going to see some great hockey as well. So it's an absolute bonus.